today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Courtney here. And Jason. We're going to start with uh, Hayden Panettiere. Boy, she has had a rough go for a mm-hmm. long time. She got in a bar brawl last night, like a real old-time bar brawl um, with her on-again, off-again boyfriend who is on probation for domestic violence mm-hmm. involving an incident with her. Um, and it just was a wild, troubling scene last night. So go, go ahead, Courtney. It was just so, so like it started out, they were outside of the bar. No, and- no, no. It started out inside. Oh, right. and then they got kicked out? Yeah, they got kicked what, what, out because uh, Brian, Brian, her, her boyfriend, allegedly spit on somebody there. They got into it with somebody there, the two of them, and Brian allegedly spit on somebody, and the manager kicked everybody out of the bar. Then it went out on to And the then you hear driveway. her trying to stop him, yelling, Brian, like, stop, Brian, stop. And then he just attacks, and it's probably, what? It's Brian and Hayden, and then probably against, like, six other people. It was so intense. She gets thrown on the ground at one point, kicked in the face. So it appears in the video, which is a wild scene, it's up on up on the site, that she is trying to pry Brian mm-hmm. away to get him away because she realizes that he's now one on however many guys on the other side are, and she, he's going to lose this fight. She's trying to pry him away. At some point, it looks like a foot comes up and kicks her in the face. She is then thrown to the ground, and he is getting absolutely pummeled. Yes. Then it started gets broken up, and finally the the crowd disperses. But man, it is a crazy scene out there. He took he. I'm sure he is in bad shape this morning. He's well, he's crushed. in bad shape for a whole bunch of reasons. One of the reasons that she said, you know, stop, Ryan, stop, is because he's on probation because of the domestic violence until 2025. She actually yelled, Brian, jail at one point right. to, like, try and, like, click something into him so he would stop, but he wasn't stopping. The, you know, look, she has a right to lead her life the way she wants to lead her life, right? But here you got it. <laughs> but, but this is— I'm sorry, but, but, but you've, got, you've got this guy. They've, there's been domestic violence— he gets triggered. Um, there's, you know, it's just violence. Mm-hmm. It's violence and violence and violence. Yeah. I mean, at a point, yeah. when do you say, this is not right for us? I think after you get kicked in the face by <laughs> trying to pull your boyfriend <laughs> off. I, like, it fun. was, like, so intense, like, this fight. And he, like, he wasn't stopping. He didn't care that she was there. He just saw Rhett, and, like, that is so scary he, for someone. He saw Rhett is right, although she looked like she was in the scrum and pretty she was. aggressive. She wasn't, like, it, it wasn't, you, you know, it, she was more aggressive than I would have thought going mm-hmm. into this thing. She was more aggrieved, more She threw some sort of, punches at some she guys. Threw some, she threw some, mostly to try and keep them away, it looks like, from Brian. But she was definitely not afraid to get in there and mix it up. And that's why she got kicked. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and, and I'm not trying to make light of this, but it's just ironic that she had, had a baby with a professional boxer. And he was a kind of a gentle guy. And here you've got a guy who has nothing to do with boxing who is using Violent. violence, you know, over and over again. Putting aside the violent point, he, clearly this is a man who is aggressive, and, and although her, Vladimir Klitschko, right? Yes. Uh, uh, you know, she clearly goes for a guy who likes to get, get in the ring. Except he, and, but it, you know, but I, Vladimir I, I, was the sweetest guy in the world. And, yeah. and I will tell you, I saw them early on at my gym. In their relationship, while they well, were dating? While they were dating. Uh-huh. And th- he, he was so sweet to her. Yes. And again, this is public, so God knows what happens. But, yeah. you know, I think by I, all indications, he's a very nice guy. I, and yeah. I yeah. had seen him, you know, multiple times because he was he was going there. 
And in fact, I, I saw them there several times, but he was always so sweet to her yeah. and he was always a very nice guy. So it's just the contrast of a professional boxer who is so sweet. And then you see somebody who has, it, it, anyway, yeah. it was just very troubling. This video is really troubling it, you, for both of them. You you come away watching the video saying, like, I really hope that they both get help. Like they, there's something like clearly wrong and you just feel like yes there's something sat, off like, about it there's something yeah. untethered about the entire video yes. there's something super aggressive about both of them frankly mm -hmm. especially Brian the whole you're right it's 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 worrisome it, it, especially he's on probation for the domestic violence yeah. the point you were making for him to be so aggressive is really crazy yeah take your bitches White boy's gonna get arrested. Pick the other guy up. Don't ever fucking talk about him. No, no, no. no. So uh, a lot of times we talk about really fun stuff, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of this is not fun, but it's really important. Um, but we'll start with something that's not life or death. Um, and actually, on a level, kind of funny. Uh, so Dr. Oz mm. is pissed and he's fired. <laughs> um, so look, uh, he was on the President's Council of Fitness, uh, along with Herschel Walker. Mm -hmm. Elected by President Trump. An, uh, appointed, appointed. By, appointed. Appointed by President yeah. Trump. And um, they have been fired from the uh, from that council because President Biden said, look, you guys have got to resign because you're running for federal elected office. And we have a policy that anybody who runs for federal elected office cannot be a member of a president's council or board. Mm -hmm. Here's what Dr. Oz said. It's beyond sad that Joe Biden would politicize such an important issue like health. In fact, let me offer a suggestion. The doctor he should ask to resign is Dr. Anthony Fauci for a multitude of obvious reasons. With that said, I am beyond grateful to President Trump for appointing me to this very prestigious and important position. I'm also grateful to my colleagues on the committee, the council, and the amazing accomplishments we're able to achieve. I've got no intention, my friends, of resigning. None. If President Biden wants to politicize health, he'll have to fire me. Let Americans see how truly petty and political he truly is. I would think record high energy prices, a 40-year high with inflation, and the tragedy with Ukraine will be a more important priority. And he got shit canned. Yeah, yeah. but doesn't I don't understand because if it's a if it's a rule for them that you can't be on the committee and run for politics, then what is Dr. Oz talking about? It just looks like he just responded and didn't do research, which I don't want mm -hmm. my party to do that. Uh, Courtney, that, Courtney that, like, is a solid, that is a solid point. I, I don't know if he did the research or not. I don't know if he knew the policy or not. He clearly didn't care. And by the way, but, I keep going back to, this is what politicians do, right? They try to make a point about something that may or may not be an actual point. He may know that he's not entitled to be on this committee because he's running for office. He may have known all along he was going to have to resign. But he saw an opportunity to both criticize President Biden and compliment President Trump, thank President Trump for appointing him. And in doing so, he's running for the primary in Pennsylvania. He needs to win that primary. The only way you win a primary in any state in a Republican primary is to get 
President Trump behind you. That's what he did. So you know that That's I can terrible. be you, you know that I can be disagreeable sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. I, at times, I yeah. actually agree with both of you. Oh, wow, no. that's a new one. No, because I think but what both of you are saying is right. I think you're right, Jason, that he knows. But I think you're right, Courtney, because the perception is that he doesn't. Yeah. And so I, for some people, they're going to say, "What a what a jerk!" Right. Um, the reality is, I mean, look, you're right. He 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 made a point of saying, and I thank President Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. He's signaling something there. Right. To a base, but when you look at it, Colby Covington from the UFC. He's still on the council. And the reason he's on the council is he's not running for Senate. And he's no. a big Trump supporter. And he's yeah. a big Trump supporter. Yeah. So he stayed on the council. So Biden's being consistent. And uh, now uh, what Biden said is that either you resign by six o'clock last night, Eastern time, or you're fired. Right. Oz did not resign. He's fired. I don't know whether Herschel Walker actually submitted a resignation. If he did, He's out, and if he didn't, he's fired. Right. (laughs) Either way, right? Right. I mean, this is crazy. It's crazy. It's predictable. It's kind of sad. It's the state of politics in the world today. This is a committee that people are, I mean, it begs the question what the need for this committee is and has mm-hmm. it actually done any good. And But whatever. It's a voluntary position. These folks are appointed to it. They serve on it. They advise the president, presumably, on health and, and uh, health education matters. And then they leave if they're going to run for office. That's just the way it is. It is. Okay. Okay. Guys, we got to, I want to do one thing before we get into some of these other topics. Okay. Um, we just put a post up on the site. Did you guys see the post on the Academy Awards and the COVID testing? No. Oh my God. So the Academy Awards are on Sunday mm-hmm. and the, uh, it's going to be held at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. So they now have a policy. <laughs> get this. Number one, um, everybody has to show proof of vaccination and not just one but two negative PCR tests oh. two. two 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 I don't know and like can we, you take them the same day Do I they don't have to know be- but but they're saying oh. two and the weird thing is is that the presenters and the performers do not have to show proof of vaccination there, there's an exception for them. But still the two negative but for tests. The, but for the, yeah, right. But for the attendees, they have to uh, they have to get proof of vaccination. What a bizarre that's, policy. That's weird to me, right? Well, I guess the idea is that you're sitting right next to people. If you're, if you're an attendee as opposed to a presenter or a performer, you're sitting, I mean, I think it's bizarre, but you're sitting next to each other and therefore for four hours, you're sitting next to Steven Spielberg and he's coughing up COVID all night long. What, yeah. if, what if the others sit in the audience too? Uh, well, then, then it's pro- then I guess there are attendees that have to test, but- he, Well, no, 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 they didn't see that's, I, I, it, it's weird. I mean- it, Oh, oh it, you're can, saying- if, if a presenter then goes back and sits in the audience- Presumably yeah. they don't have to test. Presumably they don't have Wait, to so test. Wait, so what about the performers? Because I'm wondering if they already have these people like lined up to present and to perform and some of them aren't vaccinated. So they're like trying to do a loophole. I, like, yes, maybe, maybe. But, you know, my big concern would be you have all these nominees, right? And a big part of the Oscars is that everybody shows up. What if, you know, and, and numbers are not... They're, they're, they're holding steady. We're still seeing positive tests. My kid's school has some positive tests. And L.A. What, County, by the way, is not is not even close to requiring what the Oscars are right. requiring. Mm-hmm. But what if there's a positive test of two of the best actor nominees or something like Kenneth, that? Kenneth, there are, there are nominees who are now in self-isolation praying every night that right. the next day they're going to test negative. Yeah. And they're scared. You know what they're calling it? They're calling it um, uh, swab 
I've forgotten what it is. It's swab like, it's like swab panic. Uh-huh. Oh, but God. but I mean that's essentially what yeah. what is going on right now. The good news for the Oscars is if one of the big time actors can't go, nobody will actually watch it at home, so they'll have no idea, right? I, I mean, blow blow. Well, the Oscar ratings <laughs> are watch? down. They're I really I watch. love the Oscars. I will probably watch, but goodness, they have yeah. taken a beating. Uh, are you really going to watch? Uh, I like it. Uh, I get into it. I probably will watch. I did a long time ago. I, I'm well, old. you're already probably sleeping by then. No, no I'm not. I'm just over Oh, it. yes, you are. Who yeah, you they're it's on fi- a, It's like... 5.30 on a Sunday. You're <laughs> out. <laughs> if you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it, too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, Jeffrey Epstein. So um, there is an island for sale, or two islands for sale, actually. Uh, it's in the Caribbean, mm. Little St. James. And so uh, it's for sale for $125 million. And it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's also Jeffrey Epstein's. And this was, in a sense, what what some what yes. people were calling pedophile island. Mm-hmm. Would you... I mean, as beautiful as it is, do you believe in no. that in bad juju? There's not you- enough sage in the world I feel that could get me to like live there. Like I couldn't. Like it's beautiful, but I don't know. You would have to at least demolish the entire house, right? Well, yes. Like that, I feel like at right. least that. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I he, think th- that's right. Like, By the way, if he, you do. He's a, I think you're right. You had mentioned it w- with the uh, with the uh, moniker they've given it, but presumably he's alleged to have assaulted. Loads of girls there, mm-hmm. right? At this, there yeah. on these islands yeah. themselves, in the houses that Courtney was just referring to. Yes, that's tough. You know what's know. you know what's weird? Because I've I, I it's really funny because when I was a, a a local news reporter in L.A., I you know I had to go up to the Manson house for various reasons, you know, doing stories over the years, and I always you know we always talked about this in the newsroom. You know, would you live in that house? Mm-hmm. I would, and I still would. Um, because that one doesn't creep me. I, I look, it's horrible what happened there. But I find it would it would be easier to live in that house than it would in Jeffrey Epstein's yeah. house. Yes. The, the, those, were commi- those were murders committed by third parties who lived on some ranch somewhere that happened to break into this house. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It's not where the That's actually was. a really good like point. Where they brought yeah. these like right. young girls and, to. And not where the the awful mastermind of these crimes was holed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's so weird. So anyway, it's for sale for $125 million. The um, solace anybody can take if they ended up buying it, it, the money goes to the Jeffrey Epstein estate. However, they are being sued by multiple people who um, want money from the estate for the damages they suffered as a result of what Jeffrey Epstein did to some of these mm-hmm. girls. And uh, so some of that, I'm sure all of that money is going to end up That's interesting. That, that, that actually is pretty good because the victims yeah. will actually benefit yeah. from right. separate. All right, I'll buy it now. <laughs> Except I, 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 I agree with Did Courtney. You, I don't know You that have I, to demolish the house at least. I think yeah. you do. Like, yeah, it's a gorgeous house, but those walls, no thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Clarence Thomas, his wife. This is, Jason, you and I worked on this yesterday at the end of the day. 
I was shocked at this. I was really shocked at this. His wife, Virginia, um, goes by Jenny. Um, she was in constant contact with Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's chief of staff, leading up to January 6th, um, urging him, you know, in very colorful language, you know, to, quote, stop the steal. And the language they used about talking about God and everything else, I was stunned. Cool. Uh, it's really stunning. You know, the, this all comes from the fact that Supreme Court justices, although they are appointed by politicians, are supposed to be non-political. They're supposed to be above the political fray and make determinations based solely on the Constitution and federal laws, having nothing to do with the political, political leanings. Now, Ginny Thomas is obviously not her husband. Her mm -hmm. husband's the one on the court. But for her to be such a vociferous advocate for overturning the election, for calling this one of the greatest heists in our history when Joe Biden won the election, it's such a strongly political statement. And then is there an indication here that she has got she was in uh, conversations with her husband and that her husband agreed with her and believed that the uh, that the election should be overturned, mm -hmm. which is bolstered by the fact that he was one of the few dissenters, at least in the Pennsylvania court to the court. The Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania case. The Pen before this. Right. So Pen Pennsylvania ruled that Joe Biden had won the election that was appealed to the Donald Trump appealed to the Supreme Court or the Republican Party Repub uh, appealed to the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas ruled that the case should go forward, that the Supreme Court might look to overturn it, and that was against the majority of the court. So here, here's my thing about this, that his wife has a right to do whatever she wants to do, yep. um, and if she went, she attended the rally, you know, she's allowed to attend the rally, I guess. She says the January 6th. The January 6th rally. Yeah. Um, but, to you know, when she starts communicating with what? Donald Trump's chief of staff, yep. that's different to me. Yeah. And, and listen to this. I mean, here's one of the things she wrote in the text. I think she had 29 texts. Jeez. Yep. With Mark Meadows, yeah. Yeah, between her and Mark Meadows. Help this great president stand firm, Mark. You are the leader with, that, with him who is standing for America's constitutional governance at the precipice. The majority knows Biden and the left is attempting the greatest heist in our history. And Meadows writes back, this is a fight of good versus evil. Evil always looks like the victor until the king of king tri kings triumphs. The Equa king equating Donald Trump with Jesus. That's awful. Yes, that is a biblical quote to define <laughs> Jesus. That is unbelievable. And she's saying Donald. Now, saying Donald here's Trump. what's yeah. really problematic. She responds, thank you, needed that. This plus a conversation with my best friend just now. I will try to keep holding on. America is worth it. It makes who you think that it's her husband. It that, has, like, who else like, could it uh, be? Of course. Other <laughs> and if it wasn't, she's definitely had these conversations. You don't like live with someone, be a partner with someone, and not have like these talks about like your views and opinions. Well, uh, presumably you don't. I mean, this but, is a case. This is a case that was being appealed to the Supreme Court. Justice Thomas was going to be hearing these cases. The idea that he would be communicating with his wife is just, it's out of bounds. You should not do that. You do not discuss it with anybody else. Now, I know but these views these are, are so intense beings. that uh, it's like, I don't think that she would have stopped but, her conversation. But he's with obviously her indicating to her, mm -hmm. assuming the best friend is Clarence Thomas, he is indicating to her that he agrees with her position. He's already taking a stand with his wife about what his position on the outcome of these decisions will be. This is beyond the pale. I mean, nothing's going to happen. Supreme Court justices, by the way, they have to be impeached. There is no way in the oh, world no way, yeah. that anybody's going to be impeached. Nothing's going to happen. But this is beyond the pale. Um, you know, it, it's it's outrageous on one level to me. And I started thinking about it. And 
when you have a husband and wife in a situation like this on the court where you've got one person in the court and the other person not in the court, but an activist and they talk about their day, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's almost inevitable they're going to talk yeah. about this stuff. I think the issue is even with a spouse, a Supreme Court justice should not declare a point of view on something that's about to go before the court. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you read this carefully, what's happening here is that she's saying, uh, Mark, you're, you're making me feel better that the election might actually be overturned. And plus a conversation with my best friend made me feel better. So they're talking about the court potentially so, overturning. So, so, well, so, so let me let, let me um, let me complicate this. So Katanji Brown Jackson said in the confirmation hearing a couple of days ago that, yes, she has personal views, but one of the first things she does as a judge is to separate those personal views from her view as a lawyer, as a judge. Right. Right? So can, and, and I'm asking because I, I, I'm really kind of stunned and appalled by this, but can a Supreme Court justice talk to a spouse and declare their feeling about something as long as when they sit on the bench, they can separate that. I mean, maybe, but she also just said just now. So he knew that she was texting Mark Meadows. So like, wouldn't that already be like, a, like, why didn't he stop it? Because he clearly knows that that's wrong, that yeah. she shouldn't be texting. So it's like, he was okay with everything. So I don't feel like he like can, I, I don't know. I think a justice should not be speaking about his actual judicial, uh, what the opinions that are going to be written. And I, I think it's, and by the way, it's not a Supreme Court justice. Any justice should not, should, any judge uh, should not be making, having these kinds of conversations with their wife or their husband or anybody. You know, it's so weird that, that when I was, when I was in law school and graduated from law school, it, it was such a different world. And, you know, Supreme Court justices, um, were revered. Yeah. They, um, the confirmation hearings were civilized and I watched this whole thing change. Yeah. And God, what it's come to now, everybody used to say, don't politicize the court. Don't, the court is as political as mm -hmm. Congress now. We talked about it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg won her confirmation to the Supreme Court 97 to three. Today, it would be a 50-50 split yep. that a single Republican would vote for. And by the way, the Democrats are no better. They vote against every Republican nominee across the board. And if the Republicans had won one more Senate seat in the last election and owned this, uh, held the Senate, they just simply wouldn't put yeah. a nominee through, and we'd be stuck with eight with eight justices. Okay, let's uh, let's end with uh, Bob Saget because this is fascinating, and I've changed my opinion on this. So we know that well, the, the police say that whatever happened to him happened inside his hotel room. Mm -hmm that he may well have fallen backwards onto the bed, hit his head in the, the uh, headboard, and caused brain bleed, which killed him. So a few days or a day after he died, uh, the cops went to the, ho the uh, comedy venue where he had performed before driving to Orlando. The person who was the showrunner of that venue talked to cops. Here's what she said. He stated himself that he was getting, not getting over COVID. It was one of those, he said that he had um, something like he said, like long-term COVID, meaning that it was taking him a long time for his body to get over it. Okay. Um, he said that his hearing had been off and that was the case for that evening. He was asking the sound guys to turn everything up and that he had been sick the night before, 
and sick in the sense of like his you know his hearing was off he said that he had a sore throat that he had um that he was happy that he had lozenges for the sage but he seemed okay so the hearing is yeah. what gets you. Well, th- th- no, his family, because I spoke to the family lawyer, and Bob's wife says she he never mentioned anything about long COVID, never mentioned anything about not feeling good, never mentioned anything about the hearing, and suggesting that it's not... I, she didn't say it's not true. She said we've never heard that. Why would this woman lie? Oh, she definitely isn't lying. I don't she may be misinterpreting what he said. See, I don't, when you really listen to it, because I've listened to yeah. this now 10 times. Yeah. When she uses the term long COVID, it doesn't sound like it's a term he used. Right. It sounded like he was saying, I'm having trouble getting over it. It's mm-hmm. lasted a long time. He had COVID right. two weeks before. And I've had COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and it came and it went and came back and went several times. Right. And I was getting frustrated as well. I mean, I remember thinking, okay, I'm finally feeling better. And then the next day I didn't. Yep. And I wondered, could this be the same thing with him and particularly the hearing? Yeah. Because if the hearing, like, cause you think that they, if something was wrong with his hearing, that it makes more sense that he like fell or did something that he was like, well, because your balance is yeah. off. Yeah. Ears are where and you so control it makes your sense, balance. Like, you what, like right. that he fell and hit his head like very hard and just was like, and it's right. so sad to hear this. She, but to your point, Harvey, she definitely was not quoting him to say long COVID. She was searching for the word that would summarize. And then he said, he he said he was having a long time getting over it. Right. That's That's the part. Exactly. That I think is, it rings true. It rings true to me. But but that a long time. Because it was only two weeks prior. Right. And and we're, we're, we're well into the Omicron stage now where people are getting COVID like I did and getting over it in three days. And so he's still struggling with it two weeks later. He's like, that's a long time in that context. That's what he's saying. I do think that the hearing issue is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. She seemed to be certain about that he was saying that. It it suggests inner ear problems. Our balance is controlled by our inner ears. Well, she even said this like is, he was asking for the sound to be like turned up during his set. Yeah. So like yeah. It's, so it's it, you know obviously he fell and 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 we're you know regardless the, the, of the, the, the here's the we're never going to know exactly what happened in that hotel room and everybody you know everybody's saying it couldn't be the headboard maybe it was the bathroom. What we know is it wasn't foul play because when he walked in the room, he was alone. He was fine before he walked in the room and he died right. at some point in that room. Mm-hmm. Right. So the cops even say, we're never going to know for sure. It's a theory they have about the headboard. They don't know for sure. But what they do know is there was no blood found. So it wasn't a kind of a hard fall on a floor, which would crack a head open right. and then cause bleeding. Well, and there was a photo. Fo- external bleeding. And right. there was a photo with him with the valet guy like right outside. And he, and he looked fine. fine. And the valet yeah. said he was fine. Yeah. It's just a tragedy. But uh, it, it, this was kind of a twist that I had not heard before. Mm-hmm. And it does make a little bit of sense of it because of the hearing. Yeah. 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 Okay, everybody, have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy the Academy Awards, folks. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm going to watch 60 Minutes. Oh, have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye.